All right, everyone. Welcome once again to the Faces of Business. I'm your host, Damon Pistolga. I am very excited for our guest today. We have J.H. Tepley here, and we're going to be talking about smashing depression by finding your purpose, talking about Jay's latest book, The Unbreakable Entrepreneur, Smashing or smash depression i get smashing on the mind for some reason uh and <laughs> it's a smashing uh, and, book yeah it's a smashing book so jay welcome thank you so much for inviting me to the show yeah i, I double want to say thank you for coming here because it's late in the uk right now we're at 11 p.m plus and and i want right. to just say thanks for coming here late at night and and being here with us today so uh, jay let's start out with your background i mean because You've written a number of books in in kind of what what really inspired you to start writing, I guess, or, or just talk about your background and then kind of how you how you got into writing. Absolutely. So I've been teaching uh, mind fitness, mental fitness, meditation, spiritual development for about 20 years now, a bit more than that. And. The honest reason why I even started writing books were my students, because they kept asking me kind of similar questions. And I thought, right, it's going to be so much easier if I just put all the answers into a book. So this is how my first book came about. And then later on, I felt books were a great vehicle for sharing information, for helping people uh, retain, in, <clears throat> sorry, retain information. And also, it's something for people to keep because quite often, uh, let's say someone comes to my seminar or uh, my private lesson, and then they have something to take with them and something to look through. And it really helps retain information, I would say. And also, uh, the reason why I have all these books is that so many people who want to train with me can't necessarily uh, come to London or even connect digitally because, say, of many reasons, personal mm -hmm. reasons. And so if they just want to explore what my work is about and they want to just take that first step and learn by themselves at their own mm -hmm. pace, then my books are the perfect place to start. Yeah. So you say you've been training people on mental fitness for over 20 years. What really, right. what really got you started with like, did you wake up one day and said, Hey, I want to train people in mental fitness or, or what really got you to that point? That, Right. Well, I would say there were two phases to that journey. So firstly, I've always been a researcher since I remember myself, and I was always interested in expanding human potential in growing physically, mentally, and spiritually, and wanted to achieve excellence. And the idea of excellence is that you're not supposed to ever achieve it, but you're supposed to always strive for it. And this is the whole goal of the journey. And so I started meditating when I was 15 or 16. And I mean, on a regular basis. And then I was sharing the things that I found with other people. And so little by little, I realized that the value of what I share um, 
can change other people's lives. But mm -hmm. I was really hesitant to go full time as a spiritual mentor because, mm -hmm. you know, um, it's not something that people usually do. And quite often it's easier to go into a more mundane job. So yeah. I tried that. I tried that. Um, you know, it's it's just a more obvious choice. And I I didn't really feel ready. And I know it's like we're never ready. There is never the right moment. But I was postponing it now. I was doing other things. And then there was a point in my life, it was sometime, uh, I think in my early 30s, when I got really, really ill from a burnout and I was bedridden for two weeks and it felt like I was dying. My body was just giving up. And at that point I thought to myself, right, well, okay, what would happen? Suppose if you die tomorrow, what would happen if you continue the same line of work? And I would be like, well, nothing much really it's like a super replaceable yeah and i thought to myself well what if you really followed your purpose what if you followed your calling if you did what you know you were supposed to be doing in this world what would then happen and i realized that even if i say died tomorrow or next week my uh, my knowledge my expertise my legacy would still live through my students through my books, through my videos, through my seminars. And so even if I wasn't physically there, there would still be people who would benefit from the knowledge that I've acquired and shared yeah. with others. And those people's lives, you know, my students and their, their students, their lives would be so much better off for it. And I thought, well, you know, well, the choice is obvious. And you should start now never mind if you're ready just do yeah. it and so yeah. this is how this is how my journey started yeah so you talk about that research and if i remember from our last conversation correctly you spent a lot of time in in japan and other places right. really studying explain a little bit of that because i thought that our conversation about that before was very interesting oh i started in japan um so as a, as a much younger person, I lived there and I lived in Kyoto, I lived in Tokyo, I lived in Osaka, I lived in Nagoya. So I lived in all uh, major Japanese cities and it was an incredible experience. I still speak fluent Japanese mm -hmm. and I can read and write Japanese as well. Actually, one of my books wow. uh, starts in Tokyo. It's, um, it's the one called The Lightwitch Chronicles. I have it with me here. There we go. Yeah. yeah. The Light so, Chronicles, yeah. Uh, yeah, so this book starts in Tokyo. And this, by the way, this is the only um, fantasy book that I've written. Everything else that I write are just textbooks. And just, I mean, I prefer yeah. to write uh, to the point in bullet points, nice and clear, no fluff, um, just action steps. And yeah. so this is a more natural way of writing for me. But I've realized that sometimes for certain people, it's a lot easier 
to make that first step towards self-development through being told a story. Because we human beings are naturally wired for stories. And stories are a lot easier to remember as well and a lot more relatable. And so uh, that book that I just showed you, The Lightwitch Chronicles, is a story through which you can learn about your own mind, about the universe, and about living your purpose. Huh. Very good. Because I, I think you're right. And I, I look at other, there there are some, I shouldn't say other, I should say some other people that I, I know that are storytellers, right? When you think about, it doesn't matter, Steve Jobs at Apple, or you look at Absolutely. Uh, inspirational, uh, an inspirational speaker, because those people come to mind that there there's a story. And I was just looking at uh, the per I don't remember the person's first name, O'Leary, but it, but I was reading their story and he was burned almost 100% when a young child and now he's an a, a inspirational speaker, right? And uh, these kind of stories drag people, uh, draw people in and get their attention and help do that. And I think that is because some people are not, are trying to figure out, is it for me? I think That's a little right. bit rather, rather than, Hey, I know I want to do this. Just show me what I need to do. Yeah. Yeah. I get both types of people. So I've, I've got both types of books for them. There you go. So 20 years of, of teaching people, 20 plus years of teaching mental fitness. What are some of the common things that you see in students that start working with you? they are spiritually curious as i call it so they are people who are above average and this is why i work with business owners i work with ceos i work with people who have already put themselves above the majority not in a bad way but mm -hmm. in a way that they've worked their way up and they wanted to achieve more they strive for more they had this to be someone better, greater. And to be honest, mental fitness and spiritual development is for people who want to be a greater version of themselves. Because at the end of the day, we all want to be whole and we want to be complete and we want to feel good enough deep down. And I know there are lots of techniques that mask that insecurity that stifle that anxiety and make you appear as though you are super confident. And it's especially prominent with business people and business owners. It's super common. So they've all learned those techniques like fake confidence techniques mm -hmm. where uh, it, they made them feel good about themselves on a certain level because as they go out, as they present, as they have a sales meeting, they appear confident. They appear on top of the world, but really in the heart, somewhere buried really deeply within, there is that nagging insecurity. There is that feeling of not being quite enough, the imposter syndrome, so to mm -hmm. speak. And the reason for that is because um, we as human beings, and we really need to face that. So it doesn't matter whether, you know, you listening us believe in, spiritual um, area of development or you don't. But what we need to understand is that we live in a quantum universe. 
And as Edison Tesla said, if you want to understand the language of the universe is energy. Mm-hmm. So think of energy and vibration. We are energy on some level. And so we are not just the physical part of us. We are also the spiritual, the subtle part, the part that in throughout the centuries was described as divine. So whichever way you want to look at it, it's there. And mm-hmm. not believing in it, it's not going to help because if someone thinks of themselves as just their body, what happens is they will be limited at some point because the capability of the body is limited. And that nagging feeling of, I want to be more, I I know I can, I know I should, I must, that is what actually drives uh, people to depression because ultimately depression is... um, well, obviously, there are many different reasons for it, but especially as entrepreneurs, I've seen a lot of depression caused by insufficient personal growth. And what I'm saying is absolutely true. The reason why I'm saying it is because it's, a, it's 100% true, not because I'm mm-hmm. just trying to uh, encourage people to <laughs> go and just delve into spiritual development straight away. But I think what is super important to understand is that we are not just the physical shell, we are the physical shell and the spiritual part of us as well. And so if we don't integrate the two, if we get kind of lazy and complacent just in this physical reality, and we forget that we live in this mysterious quantum universe, and we disregard that, that missing part of us, will remain missing and we will get that message from our mind that we are not quite enough because of that because we are not because there is literally a part of us that needs to be integrated and so i teach men to do just that so they can feel complete Um, it translates to their health it translates to their success it translates to their relationship with people because once you have this wholeness and peace about you People just naturally recognize you as a leader. So you don't need to establish your authority. People can sense it. Wow. That's that's very enlightening, first of all, because you know, you talk about you you talk about the 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 other quantum universe, the the part of the, the divine as as it used to be called. And do you think that people are becoming more aware of that in, in recent years? Absolutely, yes. Uh, and I noticed it all around. You see, um, it's the changing tide because every era that humanity lives through has its flavor, so to speak. You know, um, pretty much everyone is uh, aware of seasons. Like we have mm-hmm. four seasons, sometimes two seasons, depends where you are. Yeah. So um, in the UK, we have four-ish seasons, is if we are lucky. And yeah. people understand that. And it's natural. You know, you wear different things in summer than you do mm-hmm. in winter. And it's like, it's super logical. But what most people don't realize is that our planet, the universe, 
is also uh, subject to the same laws. And it also has its seasons, except they last for a lot, lot longer than the human seasons. So people kind of lose track of those. But there are eras in the evolution of humanity, and we are just living uh, through the change of these eras. And this is why you can notice that uh, over the past 20 years, the world has changed quicker than it has done in the few previous oh, centuries. Yeah. Yeah. And suddenly, not just the technology, not just the travel and communication, but the entire mindset and the entire paradigm of reality mm -hmm. is going through a huge shift. So things that we're... <laughs> unthinkable a few decades ago are now the norm and we have say cryptocurrency and digital money which again yeah. are the sign of the new era which something that people couldn't even i think fathom in the previous decades or previous centuries and so because of that we have uh, a lot more freedom but at the same time a lot more insecurity because mm -hmm. The previous uh, modi operandi, you know, the, the basis, the foundation of how we function, of how we act, of how we see reality, they stop working. Like even look in business, how the old way of doing business is dying out. And you can't just be sitting in your shop and have a fax machine and be content with that. Like, yeah, you know, many people it's not going to work speak. anymore. Exactly. Yeah. And so you have to um, have social media presence, which for most people comes as a challenge. And again, it's a completely new requirement that was has never been there. And people now have to adjust. But similarly to what is happening on the physical plane with our communication, with our money system, with our business system, also uh, it's, it's happening on the subtle level on the level of our psyche. So we exist in time as living beings, like fish exist in water and we live and breathe time and it colors everything we do. So as we are immersed in that new energy of that new era, that new season of the new time temperature, let's say, we now have to wear different clothing, so to speak. And mm -hmm. after a long, long period of a very slow, uh, very traditional, very, um, I would say, feminine-oriented and maternity-oriented era, we are now entering the era of something completely new, of freedom, of speed, of information, and of transparency. So many people are lost because they don't know what to do. Same with masculinity, for example. Just allow me to quickly expand on that because um, I think it's mm -hmm. very important. So what I notice um, in, in this area is that many schools that teach masculinity, especially for young guys, for the younger generation, Mm -hmm. They don't actually do the right thing, in my opinion, because what they do, they copy the previous examples from, say, late 19th century, the gentleman or uh, the First World War, the Second World War, you know, the soldier, the hero, the warrior. Yeah. Okay. And in our era, 
in the time that we live right now, it's no longer as relevant as it was back then. Right now, the masculinity is expressed in a very different way. It's actually expressed as a leader and a king. And some people understand that intuitively and some people get lost. But also it's a very different kind of leadership because in the previous era, when you said a leader or a king, automatically you would assume that there's someone way above you and someone up there and you're down here. But it's not so for this era. So the new era creates rulers that are one with the people that they manage. And notice how increasingly the company that intuitively pick up on that win. So the companies like Google, for example, that treat their mm -hmm. employees as equals. And they create a team. So the leader is, is a team member is not someone like a boss, separate and, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. a godlike figure. And again, that was the old way of running reality. And the new way is that the principle of masculine, the way it's uh, going to be expressed in the new era and the way to really succeed, to really have the upper hand in these changing times is to assume that role of a leader, but not necessarily above other people. So obviously, if you are in a managerial position, if you run a business, if you have a team, that of course you will be uh, you will be the ruler, the leader of the team. But really what it means is to express your personal power in your personal world. And what I mean by that is you have complete control over your mind, over your responses, over your habits. And this is why stoicism, for example, uh, is becoming such a huge thing right now because this is exactly what the stoics used to say they said you should be in control of how you respond to what is happening to you and this is key so many of the schools that teach masculinity this is obviously a huge huge uh, brief overview but many of the schools that teach masculinity what they really do they teach how to role play it not how to embody it. And I think it's really unfortunate. Yeah, yeah. Well, as you said, it's it's a different time. I mean, I can yes. see it in my lifetime, much different time from 30 years ago, um, starting in the workplace. And and what, just so much, I mean, it's, 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 it's so much different. I just can't even, can't even begin to explain how much difference it is. But when you look at that, I think that this change and to be an effective leader today, and, and when you talk about, you know, you're, you're coaching men, specifically high performing, uh, high performing men and uh, in business and that, that I think is where your message is so relevant because 20 years ago, we were told that, you know, that there's no place for spirituality and and everyone working not everyone i'm not even saying it right everyone working together you know that just wasn't a part of it and that's right and and now when you when you study and 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 if when you study and learn and even there were people two thousand years ago that knew this the few few yes but as, as we go, it's becoming more and more relevant, as you said, that the spirituality, 
the piece of it, whether you believe in the universe, believe in a God, believe in whatever, there is something that acts upon us and acts upon the universe. And we are all based on energy. That's physics, man. It's, there's no way to get around it. And there are things Absolutely. that happen. And, and when you start to get more curious and you study and learn and study and learn, I believe it facilitates more of what you said at the end there. It allows us to control our reactions better it, and, and really step back in some situations and, and as a leader, empathize more, be more effective in your decision making because you're considering more alternatives and, and more inputs. And, and then the, the biggest thing, and, and I, I don't know, it's no, no secret. I've done a lot of, a lot of internal growth kind of work in the last couple of years. And, I catch myself now thinking wrong and stopping it before I do say things wrong. Yes. Yes. And the spiritual growth, I think is the, the spiritual growth is what allows us to do that. The thing, you know, just thinking about, I do have a choice. As you said, we, everything, we have a choice the way, you know, if someone comes up and gets in my face and yells at me. I have a choice. I don't need to react to it. They can be mad at me for something. And that's, that's the way it is. I can get angry. I can not get angry. I can say, I'm sorry, you're feeling that way and, and not let that's it bother right. me. But it's, uh, it is something that, and when you talk about the era and you talk about the way things are changing, this is killing some businesses it's and true. some leaders. And some leaders, they're just they're they're they don't know why they're not effective anymore, or they're not in touch with the the people that they're they're working with. And yes, so, it's a survival game, you know. Yeah, yeah, it really is. It really is because the 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 people that you're around are changing, and and uh, the world is changing, and the the like you said. I just think about simple things, simple things in life. Today, if something happens in the Ukraine, like there is now, the thing is happening in Ukraine. Yeah. 40 years ago, we would have had to read a newspaper to see it. Maybe 50 years ago, right? Now we yeah. see what happened five minutes ago. We see it. It's on a video and it's not television. It's on somebody, somebody snapped a video, stuck it on Twitter or Instagram or something like yes. that or TikTok. And, you know, now, now we see it all over the world and this, we have so much more access to information and, and good and bad and everything else. I think there's uh, the, do you find that when people start studying with you and start working on mental fitness, that it allows them to really not get so bombarded and torn and, and just mentally fatigued by that deluge of information that we're, we're surrounded by every day? Oh, massively, massively. That's one of the reasons and one of the objectives uh, for the training because, you see, spiritual development, it's not just a fancy add-on, as many people perceive it. I spoke to people who said, oh, you know, I don't want to work on myself now because I'm busy working on my business. And I was like, dude, you're, you're doing it wrong. Yeah. Your business is an extension of you. 
if you don't work on yourself, your business will suffer, your team will suffer. Yes. And so for me, uh, one of the one of the uh, privileges, I would say, because I feel really honored and privileged to serve those people and to show them that there is a better way, is that I can take them from that point A where they feel overwhelmed, where they feel really tired. And you know how many business owners and many entrepreneurs, many CEOs, really, really tired, not just physically, obviously, the burnout is, is there for people who uh, work a bit too much, uh, but there is also the spiritual burnout. It's pushing and pushing and pushing where, as you just said, the tide of the time is changing. And so they feel stuck thinking, well, I, I'm doing everything I've been doing all my life or, you know, a few decades up until now, and it worked, and now it just doesn't. And I can't understand why. I can't understand what's wrong with me. And that brings a lot of pressure and a lot of stress and a lot of frustration. So to help those people get clarity and the understanding of what's going on, what they need to do step by step, and then lead them through that process. It's actually a really simple process. It does require work, like everything real. It's not some magic pill and you know you meditate like a Buddhist yeah. monk in the, in the, <laughs> in ten minutes. No, it requires work, mental fitness and physical fitness. You know you have to work for it, but the results are so worth it because you literally become a different person at the end of it. You become a lot calmer, a lot more powerful as a leader. So you will acquire that natural, powerful presence. But at the same time, you will get a very unique insight into your own nature and the nature of other people, which means that you can foresee things in a way and you can avoid conflicts. You can avoid unpleasant situations before they happen because you will have a really far-reaching insight into the nature of reality and the nature of how people interact. And that will allow you to, for example, get the best possible people for your team because many people have no idea. They just hire someone who sounds nice yeah. and sometimes it can backfire really badly. But if you can have a really deep insight into the nature of that other person you're talking to, then you would know the exact role he or she suited for. And so a lot less stress, expenses, training time. So you see your whole business, your whole life becomes a lot smoother. Same for your partners, for example. If you think, oh, you know, I would like to get together with that person, you just know whether it's the right decision. So again, a mm -hmm. lot more comfort. And it brings us back to that point we spoke about earlier about expressing your true masculine core because it allows you to be in control, not like a control freak, but in a positive, in mm -hmm. a evolutionary supportive way where you can really feel that you have this gift, you have this power, you radiate it into your world. And you feel complete. You feel at peace. And you just feel safe in a really weird way because you know the universe still moves around you. 
things mm -hmm. still happen around you, but at the same time, you have a very interesting, serene self-assurance. And that unique quality not only pervades your own life, but it actually travels, it's like contagious in a positive way. It's like a positive hmm. contagion where when you are in that place of um, serenity, of peace, and of being really confident from the deep level, you know what is called enlightened confidence, then suddenly all other people around you get that quality as well. It just transfers to them. And so even if there is a lot of chaos around, mm -hmm. you will win. And there is a very interesting story that I can tell uh, with regards to that. It was one of my students. So it was many years ago. And that student, he ran um, a film company. So they mm -hmm. created movies. And one of the most stressful jobs in the world, I promise you, because in that industry, there is something that always goes wrong for yeah. one reason or another. People are always late. Things are always breaking. Uh, whatever needs to be delivered never gets delivered on time, or at least not all the time. So that requires a superhero mental strength, I would say. Mm -hmm. And so they were filming and that was on a sunday and one of the main cameras broke and on a sunday in in the uk everything is dead pretty much like you could be just as well in the middle of nowhere good luck finding mm -hmm. anything everything is closed and so he he was panicking because they had to finish the shoot and the camera was not working. And he tried to call the service centers and obviously they were closed. And then he remembered what he learned from me that treat every moment just as it is and act as though you were ready for it. And as soon as he remembered that line, some strange miracle happened in his mind. Suddenly something just clicked and he thought to himself, right, what would I do? How would I handle this if I was prepared for it? And suddenly he came up with an idea. He suddenly realized that he knew someone who could help. And he managed uh, to get in touch with that person. And they actually had a spare camera and brought it to him. And so they finished uh, the, the filming on time. But he said to me later, if not that mindset, he would have completely panicked. Everyone would be panicking. Mm -hmm. The shit would just go all messy. And they probably wouldn't have finished it. And they, they would have lost a lot of money through it. So he was like, I'm so happy that I've learned that from you beforehand. Yeah, that's, that's a great example because it, you're right. If you, if you prepare mentally for things, and, and I think even for me, um, because, hey, hey, I'll be honest. If, if, if I didn't say I had, what, what is it called, uh, imposter syndrome, you know, my whole life until the last few years when I finally started to get over it. Um, I would be lying. And, you know, when you're able to sit there and not only prepare, because you can prepare mentally and even think through situations because you're a lot calmer at that point. But for me at a higher level, trusting that I will find the answer 
not knowing the answer, but it will come to me. That's right. Yeah. Because you, because, because you're part of something much larger and we, there's, there's part of our brain that's, yeah, it's just, it's matter and it works and all that kind of stuff. But there's this, this other part of our brain that makes us who we are, that makes us, uh special in our own way whatever you want to talk about it and and i think that part is connected to the bigger universe that that if you really get to the point to where you are more calm and more trusting in that things will solutions will come to you that never would have came to you before that's true you do this yeah this work so that's awesome that's a great example of that and and uh, i'm glad you shared that with us so let's talk about your let's talk about your book a little bit because you got the the last one the the unbreakable entrepreneur. Why specifically did you write this book? Well, it's because I've realized that that a lot of young men uh, in business. This is specifically for business owners, although many other people will undoubtedly uh, get great value from mm -hmm. this book. I've realized that, especially for men in our society, and especially for entrepreneurs that have a really hard life compared to someone who works nine to five and who has yeah. um, a lot. Well, obviously, every job has its stresses, but at the same time, an entrepreneur has a lot more responsibility this way, and their stress load is, is a lot heavier, I would say. And because of that, many of them I've noticed because I'm surrounded by people in the circle and I've noticed that many of them are really struggling internally, are really mm -hmm. suffering and they don't have anyone to talk to because um, even though the paradigm is slowly changing right now, still traditionally for men, you know, don't like, don't be. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, don't be a you weakling. Don't talk, yeah, you yeah, don't talk. Don't be about a weakling. Your, you know, you get your uh, get your stuff together. And yeah, <laughs> it's um, yeah. yeah, don't. <laughs> it's like that quote of uh, from Star Wars. Uh, don't let your personal feelings get in the way. Yeah. So um, so yeah. So for many men um in this community, when they were stuck, they were really stuck. And I've noticed that every time they try to find help of some kind. There obviously are people who say that they help with that, but really, I don't think they're doing quite what this tribe needs. And I will explain, because from, uh, from what I've researched and what I've noticed, many of those tools and techniques that are being used in psychotherapy and group coaching are really designed for the majority, are really designed for the people who follow the lead rather than for those who lead and it, it obviously makes sense because if we talk about numbers there will be more people working nine mm -hmm. to five than people starting their own businesses but still this community of people who run their own businesses or run businesses on behalf of someone else there is a huge need for those people uh, for real support that they a need and b deserve and so with group therapy with weekly meetings with coaching and with counseling from what i found out the relapse rate is as high as 
92%, I think, mm-hmm. or 95%, which means that almost everyone who goes through a program like that tackles the same problem afterwards. And I thought it was just not right. And I thought this tribe deserved a much better tailored support that would be right just for them, created by someone who is an insider, who is one of them. So not just some um, therapist who just studied psychotherapy as a general concept, Mm -hmm. but someone who's been on the same journey, who has seen the same things and who knows what it feels like to be on that path. And especially for men, I think there is a lot of wearing uh, in terms of psychotherapy, in terms of self-development, in the way that would be more suitable, in my opinion, for the female mind than for the masculine mind. And many of the techniques that I see you guys sharing, just repeating after some guru, I go just, guys, this is not right for you. This is actually bringing you down. So this is another reason why I wrote this book, because A, when uh, guys who feel overwhelmed, who feel that they are, say, losing the game, they don't get the right kind of support that they need. And the second reason is that when they do try and go into some spiritual realms, into self-development, into mindfulness, they are bombarded with those, well, I would say gurus, they're really, many of them are just established marketers. I'm sorry to say mm-hmm. that. They're not mm-hmm. spiritual teachers. They're really, really good marketing um, uh, in marketing, but their spiritual content is not what it really should be or not what it yeah. could have been. And yeah. so because, you know, people, um, people on that level pay a lot of attention to prestige. So they wouldn't go to someone who, let's say, has a smaller practice, they want to go to someone like Tony Robbins so they can be saying, oh, yeah, you know, I've, I've, I've been to a Tony Robbins seminar or I booked private coaching from him. And the thing is, I, I really don't want to sound like I'm criticizing other people's work, but I need to highlight something here because it's, it's really important that someone talks about it. Because many of those people who are admired right now and who, as I said, are really good marketers and they have a huge Mm -hmm. team working for them, they haven't really been trained properly themselves. So usually they started off as someone else, let's say a sales coach or a public speaker, and then later on they discovered spirituality for themselves and they went to train to someone who copied it from someone else, who copied it from someone else. And Mm -hmm. not necessarily the right way because what happens is that many people, as they copy, they try to spice it up. And they try to invent something that sometimes doesn't belong there. And if they don't understand the system, what happens is it becomes um, it becomes Chinese whispers, really. Mm-hmm. And not just that, but the tradition that they lean on very heavily uh, is that Eastern tradition from India. And there is nothing wrong with it. It's a really powerful tradition, but it was designed for a very different mindset 
very mm -hmm. different uh, perception of reality in a different country, in a different era. And as it's been assimilated into the Western world without much adjustment, it's actually not serving it as much as it could. And as I said, the way that the Eastern mind does things is very close and very supportive to the feminine mind. And it's great. So people who are naturally aligned with that polarity win. But for men, especially for young men, and especially for men in this new era, this is not the right way because it brings them down, because it pulls them further away from their masculine core. And the problem with that is that whenever that happens, whenever you are being pulled away from your truth, you mm -hmm. become weaker as a person yeah. and you become more miserable and you become unfortunately more open to manipulation. And so it means that you are way more likely to absorb other people's goals, wishes, desires, subconsciously without realizing that's the mm -hmm. trap because, yeah. you know, you don't do it like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm just going to compromise myself and I'm going to leave someone else's life and follow someone else's dreams. No, you don't realize that this is happening. And the reason why this is happening is because you're not rooted in your truth. So this is why it's so important that people train in the way that is aligned with who they are, that is congruent with their truth, and that brings them to that truth in the quickest and the most effective way. So this is why this book exists. That was awesome. Because I think you summed up a, a, lot, of, a lot of things. A lot of things is really good. Because this is the know, book in question, by the way. Yeah, yeah, I've got, I've got it here too. I've got it on on the, on the Kindle. I can't get it right on the screen, but I'll, it's in the it's in the comments. I'll make sure it is. Uh, the The listing is too on on Audible and other places. The uh, I mean, I mean, uh, Kindle and I got it on the Kindle version. But uh, you said a couple things here that that were a. Most of the gurus are really, really good marketers, but they may not be rooted in sound fundamentals. That's my paraphrasing of it. I agree with it a hundred percent. And I think back to the people that 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 I that you know, um, they are very good at the marketing. They are very oh, good yes. at the marketing, and that and 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 that is one of the other things that you mentioned too is that that about the Indian. Um, Heritage. Heritage. There you go. Right word for it. It was developed in a different country in a different time and in and, and a, a completely different set of circumstances. And I think that's that's really relevant in people that are looking for uh, any kind of help is, you know, who who where is the help coming from and how it does it really relate to me in my life today and what I'm trying to do. And and then the last thing you said there, too, is. Uh, really finding that help that's aligned with who they are and not trying to make you necessarily change into something that's 180 degrees from where you're at, but really taking yes. and building upon your strengths and moving with who you are to be in a better who you are rather than making me a new person, Absolutely. <laughs> making me a better who I am. And Absolutely. that's, that's awesome. Well, Jay, it's been awesome. Awesome to have you. It's just an incredible talking to you. And, and I would 
we'll, we're going to have to have you come back uh, again too, I think, because I would really I would like to, to get into some more, more details of the book, because this is, if I wanted to say the, the book it's J.H. Tepley. We're talking about talking to today. The book is the unbreakable entrepreneur. So get onto Amazon, get it. Uh, you've got eight, nine, there you go. You've got the cover up. I, I'll have the hard, hard, uh, the, the, the actual physical copy next time. Uh, but because this is something that business owners, I mean, they struggle with this. There's business owners out here around us every single day. It, it This kind of thing that de- anxiety, stress, all this stuff builds. And we, we try just to, to power through it. We try to do that. And that's not healthy for everybody. And honestly, a lot of business owners as, as, as when when I grew up, even it was well known that you were probably going to be divorced. You were going to have you, you were going to be overweight. You were going to probably have a heart attack. You know, you just go down the list. Right. You were supposed to do this. That's not necessarily the case. If you really if you really work on on, on the things that you're talking about in your book and and absolutely and, uh, and just work on yourself because it, it can come from the inside out if you do it right. I just thank you so much for being here today, Jay. So true. Thanks, thank thanks you everyone. too. Thank you thanks too. everyone for listening today. Yeah, it, it's it's been awesome. It's been just incredible to get to talk to you a little bit more. I appreciate you. Thanks so much for being here today. It's been my absolute pleasure. Awesome. Everyone else has been listening today. The comments from Hyatt and and Chris and and others that are listening and didn't comment. Thanks so much for listening. Go back if you listen to this late get it under the replay. You can see it again on, on my LinkedIn profile, on my Twitter profile, on, on our Facebook. It'll be out on YouTube next week, but go check out J.H. Tepley's book, The Unbreakable Entrepreneur. We're talking about smashing depression for all you entrepreneurs out there. Get back and take this listen. We'll be back again next week. Thanks so much, everyone.